when I heard its reputation, I was thinking yep. Flash Gordon, like Me that too. kind of thing again. Instantly. Like silly, campy Arnold is, you know, fighting things with a giant sword and all of this. But um, they actually don't have him talk very much in this one no, as much. And it almost seems on purpose in, in a way. Well, yeah. I don't know. It's It's both for the character, but it also kind of feels like. They knew who they were dealing with. with they Arnold. knew that they weren't picking an actor. They knew yeah. that they were picking a guy because he looked the part. Right. Because they wanted a guy who was so cartoonishly muscular that he would fit like the painting of a Conan the Barbarian picture. Kind right. Of deal, exactly. Right? That. So they chose him more for that than they did for his acting capabilities. And they. Yeah. They. It seems like they kind of wrote around that a little bit. Yeah. They um, even have a a, a moment where. It, it, we won't get into it just for plot reasons, but there's a thing that happens where he takes a he suffers a loss, and uh, and he's very stoic the whole time. And, yeah. and as I was watching it, I was just kind of like, okay, this is just Arnold not being able to cry. <laughs> but, but then they have a uh, a really pretty smart line that they have the other character do, and he's like. Uh, he won't cry, so I'll cry for him, <laughs> right? So I'm just like, He's okay. too manly. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, that was a nice little smart way to write around the fact that Arnold probably couldn't muster up some tears. <laughs> yeah, and also that they, they kind of write, I mean, as we get into the actual story here, we'll see that he kind of, he, he grows up in, in slavery and uneducated. So when yeah. he talks and he sounds like a moron, yeah. like it actually yeah. kind of makes sense. He's pretty much treated like a, a dog that's yeah. just bred for, uh, for violence and breeding. <laughs> yeah. Well, for what, what this, uh, film kind of came from was the fact that, uh, I mean, obviously as, as all things around this time period did, uh, star Wars was a smash hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was, it was so massive that everyone was like, Holy crap. We need like, these we need of, fantasy shit. Yeah, we need yeah. fantasy, like supernatural blockbusters. This is what people want. Uh, I mean, it, it finally caused them to make the Flash Gordon movie that they did, which was in development for so long before Star Wars, yeah. that Star Wars finally made them show them that, hey, maybe we could make this and it could be popular. Right. Um, but also, Conan the Barbarian is uh, also uh, another pulp series like Flash Gordon, which inspired Star, a, yeah, Star Wars. And which, yeah, so it was a... It was a, a, a pulp uh, series of, of comics, and also I think they did uh, like shows and stuff like that too. Okay. So he was like a character that people were familiar with. And uh, so that was kind of what set this off, and they, they caught Oliver Stone to write the screenplay, uh, who was a huge name, at, obviously, at the time. And, mm-hmm. and uh, Oliver Stone would go on to make tons of um, uh, pretty massive American films. Uh, but from what I understand, at the time, Oliver Stone was on the most cocaine he was ever on. <laughs> uh, and they gave him this, pulp, they gave him this pulp series and he wrote the screenplay and his version had, a uh, like a post-apocalyptic, like mutant Mad Max thing going on. Oh, okay. Uh, which when they, when they eventually looked at it and they, cause they were trying to find filmmakers to do it. I think they tried to get Ridley Scott to do it because his, uh, I could see that his set designer for alien. Uh, yeah. cause it was a few years after alien, his set designer for Alien actually did the sets for this movie, which if you're oh. wondering why they look amazing, uh, yeah, I was going to say part of why this works so well is the the set design. Yeah, so he production he, is amazing. He did the set, so they tried to get Ridley Scott, but then uh, they ended up going with uh, John John Milius here for the the Macho. Um, um, action films that that he was doing at the time and that he was writing and he was writing them with a little bit of character complexity and like a signs that he was like a real deal filmmaker yeah and he came on uh, as long as he could rewrite the screenplay basically okay. and from what i understand the only thing that made it from oliver stone's cut was uh or uh draft of the screenplay was the crucifixion scene because he oh, liked okay. the imagery 
yeah. of, of Arnold, this giant muscular man pinned to like this tree this with vultures on it. Yeah. yeah. It's a great image and I understand why. And the fact that he, uh, that he kills a vulture with his bare teeth. Yep. That's just, <laughs> that's metal. That's, that's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, and also apparently the, the sort of like origin story of Arnold, the early scenes about his father passing down the fable about steel and his family and being murdered and him becoming a, uh, um, a slave and his upbringing and in the gladiator pits and all of this was apparently in uh oliver stone's version but apparently it wasn't uh like it was kind of just you heard about it you didn't actually see it so john milius oh. was like i want like a whole 20 minutes on that <laughs> that's yeah that was one of the things i think really that solidified the, the opening, character yeah. yeah because then you see him well, you see everything. I mean, you see his family get slaughtered. He's holding his mother's hand when she's decapitated. Yeah, by an amazing James Earl Jones. And I don't know if he's that was so a good wig in this. or whatever, but he looks fabulous. Yeah, he's so good. Everyone's this. And he's got, got like, this like Shakespearean of kind of mm-hmm. acting that's going on, well, especially in comparison to everybody else who's well, doing a little bit more. I was going to tell shit. you, I actually found out that in the casting, they casted James Earl Jones and Max von Sydow, who is the king who sets them on their quest to retrieve his daughter. Right. Uh, those two He's actors are hugely high caliber performers. Okay. And they not cast, surprised. And they casted the, well, Max von Sydow did like art films and yeah. James Earl Jones was already well known at the time. And they casted these guys because they would hope it would inspire the other actors because they, oh, they okay. knew that they were kind of casting Arnold and some of his other people as like non-professionals yeah. or people who just weren't, they weren't Max von Sydow caliber actors. Yeah. They wanted them to act they with look these good guys. And they had some timing. <laughs> yeah. They wanted them to, perform scenes with these people and maybe that you know james earl jones could get something out of arnold which honestly i think he does in the scenes where they confront each other like that's absolutely where uh, arnold is discovered in the priest robes when he uh, is finally going after james earl jones